Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. Okay, back here on the Ohioan, and um, the third segment, we're going to keep this one a little bit brief. Um, my, my fear is that when it comes to taxes, we don't care as a society, which sucks. We should care. Um, but, Brandon, I, I want to try to explain why this is a big deal. Um, so we're all, well, not all of us, but most of us have been working from home during the pandemic. Um, you know, oftentimes when we work um, – you know, there's a lot of businesses downtown. I mean, I work for Gannett, Ohio, in the Columbus Dispatch. We're based right across the street from the State House. So um, part of the thing in the allure of working downtown for Columbus is Columbus gets tax dollars from there. Well, if you're not working at across from the State House, if you're not working at a company downtown, you don't have to pay taxes to Columbus. I mean... Uh, if you're living in an outside city. And it's become more of a concern, Brandon, because, you know, the municipal income tax could go, uh, the taxes are, are, you know, collected by Columbus could go down. Um, and there's a lot of law, uh, there's a lot of argument in the state house going, well, what should we do with this? Um, uh, is it going to really hurt cities? And, I know a lot of people out there could be saying, well, why do I care and everything? But it could have a dramatic impact, especially if you live in like regions like uh, Central Ohio, like we do and everything, where, you know, you and I live in the, in the city of Columbus, but it could have an effect on other cities around because if it weakens Columbus, it weakens the area. I... I trying to figure out the best answer for here because one, how does this impact the whole region? And two, why should we care about this? Um, I, I think it impacts you and me more since we live in Columbus, but I think this impacts the region if we don't find a, a fix for this. Yeah, I think um, it's just another issue with our tax code or how we do taxes here in America. <laughs> but um, um, I think... Um, and I don't really have like I'm like with you to an extent that I don't really have like a lot of solutions to this issue. I think it's it's more of a um, it's not, it's just another issue that kind of came up after the pandemic kind of forced us all to work from home a little bit. So, um, you know, how um, um, how do you get tax dollar appropriate the appropriate amount of tax dollars to um, um to, to cities like Columbus and stuff. But so, you know, um, you know, I think that's, um, part, 
partly like, um, oh, you know, I, I mean, like the ideas are like, you know, we go back into the Andrew Yang. I know Chris likes, I know you like Chris, you like me to yeah. throw in Andrew Yang for, for clicks, but, um, yeah, he's my um, guy. But, but, you know, he's like talked things like about value added tax, you know, or just kind of, I would say if you had to explain it poorly, probably a, real, a very interesting way of a sales tax, but, you know, different, but different relationships between the city governments and the state, you know, and how they share tax revenue dollars. I mean, um, but you know, this is Ohio. This is where we, we have uh, an, an equitable funding model for schools. So we're definitely not going to get this issue of equitable funding for, for, or, for city for cities and townships and whatnot, uh, probably uh, just right. So, um, um, that so that's that's the uh, it's an issue that hopefully we won't have to really spend too much time as hopefully government um, opens up the economy again and people start going back to work in the office. But that might take a couple couple of years still. So, we'll we'll have to see. Um, but this problem's not going away because. Look at what's happening in Newark. Uh, Newark, uh, they have a big State Farm office. Um, yeah, State Farm. And they're leaving their headquarters. And it's not just based on COVID. The argument is, hey, it's cheaper to leave our headquarters. So you've got a lot of people. And obviously, all these State Farm workers don't live in Newark. I mean, they live in other areas of central Ohio. So what happens in that situation? And the other thing I want to touch on real quick is um, there are companies where they have workers all across the country. Um, I talked a couple of years back to a company in Chicago about working there and a communications role. And that company said, yep, permanently remote. You live in Ohio. Yeah, it's fine. You know, if we pick you, you're going to live in Ohio. So I think not every, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people who go back to the office but there's a lot of people who they say, hey, it's cheaper to work from home. And I think there's a little bit more allure of working from home if you can. I think you're going to see a lot more of those jobs. And I'm kind of wondering, is it fair to pay taxes to the city where you're based in? So like I said, if, if I took that job in Chicago, even if I work in Columbus, is it more fair to say the taxes should go to Chicago because that company is based in Chicago? Or is it more fair to say the taxes should go to Columbus because my I'm physically working in Columbus? I, I guess that, that's going to become a big question. If you well, I mean, usually the if if you think about taxes like covering the cost, you know, of the infrastructure in place, I mean, you're not you're not traveling to Chicago, likely. Right. I mean, you might maybe once in a while, but for the most part, um, you know, you're not commuting every day, wearing and tearing out the road. Um, in which it, it'd be terrible if you commuted every day, Chris, to Chicago, unless right, the only right. way you're going to get to Chicago is hyperloop every day at this point. And that's a, that's a, that's going to be scarier if we do get that. But, um, 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 but yeah, I think, and plus the business, if business is headquartered in Chicago, it's, it's definitely going to have some employees who are based there who go to, to the office, um, probably pay taxes. And if, um, and I'm sure as a business entity, it has to pay probably some fees and uh, taxes and whatnot to the local government there. But um, um, so it wouldn't really make sense for. But now, technically, since it is based in Chicago, I do wonder if you would have to pay Illinois taxes, though. So 
Um, and I think that is been, that is, that is precedence there. I think if you work for a company, it's based in another part of the state. Um, but maybe not, I don't know. Um, I think more, it might, that might only factor in if you literally commute to that state though. Like, I guess I wonder how that happens for folks who live in Kentucky, but commute to Cincinnati, um, whether they have to pay Kentucky and, uh, state of Ohio taxes to some degree. So, um, yeah, the, the to, to me that's what's going to get interesting. I think, and I don't think it's been resolved yet, right? I mean, there's no set rule for this. So it, it, instead of just saying, oh, you know, become a political argument, what's a rule that's going to establish the rules for the future? Because I think it's kind of a big deal when you think about it. You know, I mean, yeah, it's going to have bigger implications because, like. I mean, the question is always going to be who's going to fill up the vacancy of downtown buildings. Downtown Columbus was doing pretty well before this pandemic hit, and um, um, now it's in, now its future is going to be uncertain if more people are not using downtown facilities. Yeah. I mean, um, it has a lot of amenities. It has a lot of you know great eateries, breweries, and apartment living. But now it's becoming a question of, and the, the apartment living might go, or it might not be as popular because if there's no jobs to walk to and from, it's not really an attractable option. If there's no, and if, especially if the, if the restaurants and the breweries kind of go to the wayside because there's no uh, clientele to serve there. Um, so there are bigger implications than just, you know, the tax base. Um, but then at the same time, it's almost like, you have a, um, um, you know, you someone's still got to maintain the infrastructure in the city, and someone's, and you know, I don't know if, um, uh, if, if, um, um, you know, the residents of Columbus specifically can keep uh, ta- their, that tax base is just enough. Not on top of that, we haven't even talked about commercial tax base and um, whatnot. Right. Maybe I mean launch part. We're gonna be fine, yes, but I, I just don't. I don't know really know what's the what's the fair solution to someone working for a company that's based down in Columbus, but but they're working up in Delaware County. Delaware yeah. about eighty percent of Delaware County commutes out of Delaware County yeah. for yeah. work. So um, let's put most likely downtown. So um, you know Delaware city of Delaware. Everyone, I was a reporter up there. I remember a lot of complaints about um, having to pay an income tax to their own city that they live in. Um, and, um, um, and on top of paying the income tax to Columbus. So I think there was some credit involved, um, may, but to, uh, for, um, but, um, um, but yeah, uh, maybe, maybe on the Columbus side, but not on the Delaware city, city of Delaware side. So I think that was always the issue. People wanted to tax credit of some kind, but, uh, city of Delaware is like, look, we need that tax, those tax dollars. So. Um, we, otherwise, you know, um, and I don't know why that isn't, can't be translated to a simple, a simple property tax rather than an income tax. To me, I think, right. you know, all of our, if you're, if you're where you live, all your taxes should be paid via your property taxes and at that, in that sense. And then, um, um, income tax dollars should be paid, um, yeah, it's I don't know. Well, and here's the the thing from the article that really stands out. 
It says the six biggest cities in Ohio, which is Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati, Akron, Toledo, and Dayton, they get 88% of the revenue from income taxes. So, I mean, that could have a dramatic impact. And you might sit there and say, ah, screw it. I live in Dublin. Who cares? Well, you're probably going to Columbus. If not for work, uh, to see the Buckeyes, you know, entertainment, whatever else the case may be. I mean, it's going to have a big impact. So, I, to sum up, Brandon, because I, we need to get out of here. We can't be talking about this all day. Um, it, it's an important discussion that's going on at the State House right now. I think cities should have a dramatic um, say in what's happening. And if it doesn't go Columbus's way, how do you adapt? We talk about this personally, you know, after COVID. Yeah, COVID's bad, but you figure out, okay, how do we make life work? How do we, you know, tackle COVID and make it okay for ourselves? Well, the cities are going to have to do the same thing. And you're right. Um, you know, there's companies that probably don't want to go back downtown. So how do we use that space? Uh, does Columbus offer tax breaks? It's, you know, Columbus can fight back. You know, how do cities respond to this? And cities may have to get creative, but, you know, they got to get working. If not, they're going to be in deep trouble. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, see how it shakes out. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, COVID, it's still a problem. Stay safe. Uh, thankfully, it's not – it's kind of gone down a little bit, but even after COVID totally goes away, which my pick, I still, I still think we're months away from that happening, um, it's going to have an effect on our, our economy. I mean, even in situations like this that we don't know about. And again – my, my argument, adapt, you know, go for it and try to do the best you can. Anything else on that, Brandon? <laughs> uh, nothing to add. Uh, I think we've, we've chronicled this pretty well. Yeah, and, and we'll keep our eyes on it. I mean, this isn't the last we heard about, but that's the problem people face now. Well, again, thanks as always for checking out the Ohio and check our sponsors. Um, keep doing what you're doing. We, we really appreciate your support. Have a great day. We'll see you again tomorrow. Bye-bye.